everybody. Welcome to Across the Bifrost, the Mighty Thor podcast, where on each and every episode, we explore the world of Marvel's Mighty Thor. I am one of your hosts today, Ryan Doze. And I am Chill Will from Chapel Hill. <laughs> Chill Will from Chapel Hill. I don't have a fun intro like that. I'm Christopher Fazio from Canada. That that's the crew you get today, everybody. We are here for new comics, and boy, do we have some fantastic, uh, c- kind of confusing, c- kind of confusing stuff to talk through. But a lot of fun books that we're gonna bring to you today. We are going to be talking uh, mainly about two books, and then uh, I know Chris is really excited for the last book we're gonna talk about today. Uh, we're gonna talk about. Thor issue 23 that came out on March 9th of 2022, just a few weeks ago at the time of this recording. And we're going to talk about Avengers number 54, which came out just yesterday, again, at the time of this recording. Uh, Guys, these books that we're going to talk about, the the main ones, like before we do deep dives, what were like, you step out of these books, like first impressions, what are, how are we feeling about these books and where where these series are going, Chris. What, what what did you feel about maybe walking out of uh, walking out of Thor? What did, what did we feel like? My first thought on all three is that we are just spoiled right now as Thor fans. <laughs> the stories are are different, but they're all great. There's a lot of really cool stuff happening right now, and I think that the writers that they have in charge of everything are just doing a great job. Yeah, it does feel it does feel like we've got so much like to be thankful for when it comes to good Thor stories. I mean, he's, he's gonna, he's gonna be owning more space on the uh, comic book racks coming up, you know, in just a few months as well. So well, yeah, like, yeah. man, first yeah, impressions coming out of stories. Making a push and making sure he's in the limelight on, on the newsstands and the spinner racks and the comic book stores, because they, they know that there's, there's some big properties going to hit the big screen. So oh, right. There's a sure. movie coming out this year. I, yeah, I forgot. But you know, we're not complaining yet. Um, a little but, indie but, project yeah, called love and thunder comics. Yeah. And, and the Thor is, a conclusion to a story arc that yes. we've been following and pretty excited about. Every single issue has been action-packed with this build to a conclusion to the story arc. Um, and then Avengers did as well. I think the Thor one was a little bit more fulfilling for me and had a little bit of a conclusion and a little bit of natural kind of ending because it's leading into a big, another big issue, the 750th issue of Thor. So they wanted a, a good conclusion to that battle leading to the next story um Avengers just felt like it was a little anticlimactic for me in terms of how it ended and where it's going to lead next but I for next but um Aaron Jason Aaron's run on Avengers has kind of felt that way for me where he's presented a really good ideas along the way and then the story arcs just kind of uh kind of fizzle out and then he goes huh. to the next one um yeah. at least that's been kind of my taste. Like, where is this going? Hey, I thought we were going to deal with Submariner. Oh, I thought we had this whole like other group that we were dealing with. Oh, we're going to jump to this one. Just a lot of good, great ideas along the way, but nothing really resolved. And I thought we were going to get a resolution with this Avengers issue, but it just led on to the next one. So, um, you know, there's some good yeah. in it, a lot of good stuff. There's some J- Jason Aaron moments and some good superhero moments that I think will have some long lasting repercussions. But uh, I, I enjoy more than Avengers. 
Yeah, and 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 we'll we'll definitely dig into Avengers uh, in a little bit, but we got to make sure the headliner gets the first crack yeah. at our opinions. So we are going to drop right into the finale of the God of Hammers story. This is Thor number twenty three, uh, written by the the man Donny Cates written in uh, a beautiful cover I, I think we should spend maybe a minute talking about this cover as well but penciled mm-hmm. and drawn by nick klein who um we've said before like he's just he is really uh beginning to i think solidify his legacy on the thor title um mm-hmm when it comes to like his Thor looks different and it's definitive. It's, it's, uh, it's distinct from, you know, uh, Thor's of past, but that's our creative team for this issue. I want to do a brief synopsis and then uh, we're just going to talk about what we enjoyed about this issue. Maybe the questions we have and what we're going to take away from this issue going into uh, the, uh, like Will just mentioned the Thor 750 that is, is coming out so, so soon so soon and i'm sure we're going to do a big spectacular here on the show for that issue alone but here's the synopsis of this issue god of hammers part five of five it is the final chapter in thor's brutal war against the god of hammers and after a horrific and tragic loss thor is more determined than ever to finish the fight once and for all but can he triumph without mjolnir at his side either way by issue's end Thor's life will be irrevocably changed. So here's what happens in this issue, everybody. And, and uh, if you've checked out our, our new comics episodes in the past, uh, we are going to have some spoilers here. So if you want to go read this without spoilers, please pause it, this now. Go read it. Come back and hear our thoughts. But here's, here's what happens in this issue. Here's the climax of the end of this story. Thor is locked in this battle with the god of hammers who we know is mjolnir it's the it's the uh it's so many different things there's so many different uh different entities and embodiments that this uh persona has taken on but he is still locked in a fight with her and that is happening kind of in the in the present but the issue actually starts with a flashback what did will but what did you think of this flashback, man? Like it, it kind of just, it starts in a way different pace than the last issue ended. So this, we get this cool character moment between Thor and Odin. What, what was your impression of that little conversation they have about legacies and the hammer and who it truly belongs to? What did you think about that, man? Yeah, I think it's a classic training montage, and I love a good training montage, whether it's a Kung <laughs> Fu doesn't? movie or uh, Luke and Yoda or whatever. These training montage of trying to learn what it, and basically, yeah, uh, Thor is trying to learn how to wield this hammer. And and for, for issues uh, way back, going very way back, even Jason Aaron's run, you have this tension between Odin and Thor about whether he's a good dad or not, whether they're worthy gods, who's going to pass on the legacy. There's a deep tension 
between Odin and Thor. But here in this training montage, you get some really genuine kind of sweet moments between Thor and his dad, where they're trying to teach a father-son son moment, almost like they're throwing baseball in the backyard, you know. And <laughs> here, keep your head, keep your elbow up. Make sure you keep your eye on the ball. You know, it's like it's the same thing that's going with with this hammer that he's trying to teach his son how to use it. He's worthy because he can actually pick it up now and he can throw it and catch it but he's learning how how to use it and it's just yeah that was unexpected because you had this big dramatic cliffhanger at the last issue and now they they let you catch your breath you open the first page and like oh this is what we're doing and then then it, it makes the end of the book even that much more meaningful yeah or powerful because yeah. Of what happened here at the beginning so will mentioned you know la- i mean guys last issue it ended with thor possessing the full power of the odin force or the thor force um we jump back into this fight with Mjolnir and Chris like he this first big double page spread we get is Thor just bashing the kind of the lightning mangog uh like conglomerate of all the different entities and like this the first half of this book feels like a non-stop like rush to the finish what like what were some of the high points for you of this fight i know there's a few for me i'm sure will has a few but like what were our what were our favorite moments of this fight guys well the first thing i liked is that i i know we were worried about is thor going to be overpowered if this continues too long (laughs) the uh, the immediate hey you're using too much uh odin force you're going to go into the odin sleep and you're going to be taken out of commission that was a great way to kind of balance him like he's extremely powerful but if he burns through it too quickly then he's done so i I liked that little that little note you know like donnie's thinking about the things that we're thinking about he had he wants it that he brought in sif's sword and to harness the bifrost as a weapon yeah we were wondering who just like it was like (laughs) whose sword are we dealing with and thor's able to like wrap the bifrost around Mjolnir or uh the 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 lightning like entity like that we didn't even know the Bifrost could do that yeah Bifrost as a weapon and him calling the Bifrost to me as if like Silver Surfer's calling his surfboard right right uh, it's, it's the similar kind of thing and, and Kate's has worked on Surfer so uh he's he's kind of tapping into that same kind of idea of Bifrost to me and he's using it as a weapon and the power against is just brilliant i've never seen bifrost used that way i don't know if you guys have no or in the movies i mean so you can you can crash it down on somebody or you can destroy it so you can't get to where you want to go but to actually use it as a powerful weapon was was pretty pretty epic <laughs> i mean then they he uses the bifrost to take them back to nadavalier which and to me i was like huh well that seems like it. when we started there essentially that's where mm-hmm. Mjolnir first strikes, you know, the dwarves and kills E-Tree at the beginning of this storyline, which, by the way, the beginning of the storyline was January. <laughs> like, it was <laughs> one, one crazy thing about talking through these storylines issue by issue is we're like, oh, my gosh, that was like I was reading uh, like I was reading that over Christmas break here. <laughs> and, you know, now we've come full circle. We go back to Nadavalier and the Kirby crackle goes nuts mm-hmm. in this issue. There is so like Nick Klein. It's like Nick Klein decided, you know what? I'm going to make this the most beautiful fight scene that people have seen in a long time. And the, w- the way they fight, you know, the, the, the bubbles and the, the oranges and the pinks and the yellows, like 
the coloring here and the and the, the art is so dynamic. Yeah, it's Matt so Wilson, props to the colorist, Matt Wilson, for sure. Yeah. My goodness. I mean, he just uh, it definitely it pops off the page in a in a in a bright, vibrant way. It's just it's it's awesome. We there's a there's a double page spread here that I just mm. wanted to get your guys' opinions on when Thor kind of figures out how he can defeat Mjolnir and and we had theories about what was going to happen with the hammer, what 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 Thor would have to do to either purge the hammer or get rid of Mjolnir's uh, kind of evil spirit uh, within it, the entity that's caused him so much trouble. He just starts wailing the ground. And he starts to shatter the hammer on purpose to get rid of it. And that, that double page spread, like, Will, like, man, we've talked a lot, I feel, about, like, the big the big art pieces. This is a storytelling art piece where not only is the hammer shattering, but the, the panels are, like, shards of different memories and different things that are happening all as he's destroying the hammer to get rid of this latest villain. What did you think of that double page spread, man? Yeah, double it's brilliant. One, my first thought was like, good Lord, how long did it take him to draw this? Like, did he work on it like last year? And then is he finally done it? Like the detail, he didn't, he didn't like gloss over anything. He just put everything into it and the coloring and the pencils and the inks and it's just amazing and and so you're starting to get this idea that the reason he's there is he has to unmake the hammer yes and i'm getting big lord of the ring vibes of of unmaking right the, the ring of and and so i'm like wow he's destroying it back to where it was created going back to where it, so i'm like ah and we'll see here in a little bit um that it really is he just pulls uh, Kate pulls a just a scene right out of uh, the Lord of the Rings a, a little bit later on. Yeah, but, but that's what I was thinking of as this was happening. He has to unmake um, the hammer and smashing it to pieces along with everything, and it's just a, a brilliant splash page of of art and inks and and what's happening. You really feel it. Um, you know, it's one thing to just see something, or read a comic, or read the text. You look at a page and you can actually feel it in your chest um, because of the kinetic energy going on. Yeah, um, yeah. You're doing your job. You're doing your job as a comic book uh, creator, and it's got to be one of the most beautiful Thor uh, pages we've seen. Like we've we've looked at so many. This has been a long right. run, and even Jason Aaron runs before, but this is just like with the bright gold and the pinks and the reds and the crackles and yes. the lightning mixed in. Seeing the the storytelling around it, the pose, like everything about it is just a perfect culmination for a finale like this. Yeah, and, and Chris said it just perfectly there. This is the finale. This is the end of Mjolnir haunting and hunting down Thor, unchoosing un to cause violence and destruction all throughout the Nine Realms. And, of course, we know there's going to be fallout for that. There's always fallout that conveniently is dealt with very quickly. Um, and then we see Thor just standing there with the handle, and the hammer's completely broken apart. And then he he wakes up the next day. And now we start to learn a little bit, uh, a little bit more about what we're going to be, what kind of the mood is going to be going forward. Because when he wakes up, Loki is there, uh, Frigga is there, and Angela is there. And he's like, I don't need any of your help. 
I do, I just need to be a king and I just, you know, need to do my job. And they basically say like, man, just like take the help. And, and Angela shows him to a, uh, the, the throne room. I believe it's the throne room. He takes him there and she brought him a gift. It's all the shards of Mjolnir stuck back together with this kind of, um, it almost reminded me of the crack in Kylo Ren's uh, helmet yeah, um, yeah. where it's, it's kind of, it's like a, a glowing uh, like seared uh, glue. Uh, and, and what, what happens at the end? I don't know how you guys felt about this. I was really confused. Um, but when Thor gets down to to pray to talk to Odin, he hears Odin's voice coming from the hammer, and the hammer says, uh, basically, kings don't kneel. And then it says, then he's like, Dad, to be continued. Yeah. Okay. That's so, the Lord of the Rings moment where he's asleep and there's these black panels and then he wakes up groggy and sees the room around him with people hovering around his bed so it's yeah. like you know, Frodo's like, oh here's our friends how long have I been asleep oh yay where's Sam and he's like oh I made it and he goes like well what happened so he goes to pray but man he he leans down and and as Mjolnir was possessed by the um the goddess of thunder you know the storm the thunderstorm here now we have it repossessed but by Thor I mean, by, by Odin himself, yeah. so at least that's what you think, like that his spirit almost like, uh, you know, you, you made a Star Wars reference, which makes me happy, but like, almost like you're hearing like Obi-Wan or some Jedi calling forth out of the yeah. lights going, Hey, here, here's where, he, what's next. So is, is a great, there's resolution. He breaks the hammer. He wins. He falls asleep. He rebuilds. He's healing. He puts on his clothes. And what's next? You see the hammer. Good. He's going to get his hammer back. But the cliffhanger of like, Dad, Father, that's you. That okay. Seven fifty. <laughs> what are we going to do in seven fifty in the fallout? That's going to really push them to the next decade or into the summer or into the next story yeah. arc. Lead to this movie that that we're all really excited about. Um, really, really good storytelling. Is it, it? It was. It was resolute. It would, there was resolution, but it also like in good comic fashion leaves a good cliffhanger at the end where you can't wait to read what the next. You're not done. I'm not gonna drop this from my pull list. I'm not done. Yeah, with no, like, oh, no. Good. I'm good. That was a good run. I'll go. This is not the point to drop the book. <laughs> not the point to drop it off your pull list. It's a good time to pick up and share with friends. <laughs> and it's, exactly. it's honestly, it, it's a great use of Odin too, right? Like if uh, the the redemption of Odin Borson that uh, that Donnie's been on for so long is really complete now. Now he's like a if they use him as the voice in the hammer, he's a spiritual advisor to Thor. Going, yeah, so right. He's gonna be yes. like, when I need counsel, like I'm gonna speak to the hammer, and it's gonna tell me, no, 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 son, I think you should do this, and they can have conversations. Mm -hmm. He he can be a a helper. Where Mjolnir was kind of a a silent powered yeah. thing with the, with the goddess of thunder. Now it can help him on his way it, it's like odin said i'm like for for us we're never really gone right this is what he yeah. means it well and yeah so faz just referenced an earlier part of the issue where um thor asks odin like what what happens when you're gone and he's like i become what i've always yeah. been a legend and yeah. <laughs> i was like if you say that with the right inflection man that's like 
that's like super like a weird flex man it's like yeah i've always been a legend man and i'm just gonna stay a legend man uh, but no i could also still have that tension where he's like hey i need dad i need your help and if he's silent which yeah. you know, there are times when in the stars universe those those force ghosts aren't used like every every other you know minute they're, they're sparingly so i don't know if odin's gonna be like every other page going i'm gonna guide you but there could be times when he prays and and god's gonna be silent which yeah. happens a lot and so it's like um come on now help me out and you can still build that tension between them not everything is perfect from now yeah on. yep uh, and, you, but, and you can still use the tension yeah. you still use the tension going forward but odin's not there as this physical like uh almost a get out of get out of get, get me out of help card yeah um you know uh, which Thor really doesn't love getting help from his dad anyway. But, you know, now it's like, what is this relationship going to look like? Because it's never been like this before. How many times in a 60 year old comic can you say, oh, they've never done that before? Right. Like, that's what but I, I do want to say. Like, I hope this is it on destroying the hammer. Can we be done with that? We've done this like three or four <laughs> times. We've done it again. <laughs> we put it back together. I, if we could take a break from destroying the hammer and let the hammer be its hammer. And yeah, that's neat that like Thor, I mean, Odin is trapped in it or, or can, or can use the force through it or whatever. That's cool. That's a neat way of doing it. We had to, like you said, 60 years of comics, here's a new idea. But if we could not destroy it, like if, if in 750, the, the hammer is destroyed and Odin dies. I'm going to be really upset. <laughs> like we just did that. We let it be. Let that just did this. Yeah. I, yeah. I wonder if they're going to continually uh, have the yellow lines through it to show that it's like remade or if just going forward, they're going to say, mm. oh, it, it, it dried, it cooled. And now it just looks like the regular hammer again. Yeah. It cooled off. Dry. Cool. Yeah. The speaking <laughs> of uh, moving, speaking of going forward, will there's at the end of this, issue um they give a little bit of a kind of a commercial for 750 which you know like i've said we're, we're probably gonna go big for that one because this next issue is going to combine so many of thor's legendary storytellers so i just wanted to read the yeah. thing at the end um so that if you're a listener and you're like hey i don't like i've heard you guys talk about this monthly book but I don't even pick up Thor. I'm like, well, you're going to want to pick up 750 because even if maybe, maybe you're not a Donny Cates fan, but you're, you know, you say you're a Walt Simonson fan. Walt Simonson is going to be in Thor 750. There's going to be so many different, uh, so many different teams. And here's just a little bit about that issue. Next, it's the 750th issue of Thor. Celebrating the Thunder God's 60th anniversary, Thor creative teams of the past and the present come together for the funeral of the almighty Odin. Featuring mm. all new stories by Donny Cates and Nick Klein, uh, J. Michael Straczynski and Oliver Koipel, Dan Jurgens, Walt Simonson, Al Ewing and Lee Garbett, Jason Aaron and Das Pastoris. So we have a lot to look forward to and, and i'm just i'm just curious because we know very little uh about the details of those stories but guys of those creative teams which like we're going to be covering stories involving uh so many different characters but it's i, I have a feeling it's going to be all under this guise of odin's funeral so what which which person which story which creator are you excited to see come back into the world of thor I'm, I'm curious what you guys 
think of what you're excited about. For me, I'm, I'm just really excited to see how they all interact. I think like, I want to know if it's going to be like, somebody's going to get to do Frigga and Sif talking about it. Somebody's going to get to do Beta Ray Bill talking about it. Somebody's going to get to do Thor's reaction, or if they're all coming together to figure out a story that everybody's happy with. Hmm. And I think either way is going to be really fun. If we've got yeah. like Jason Aaron doing one particular character and Donnie getting to do Thor himself that's cool if everybody's working together for a big one i can't even imagine what this amazing oh. gallery of thor creators together are going to be able to do yeah yeah and, I and this, this kind of teaser image they have at the end is, is almost i mean we bring up star wars again but like it's almost like the burning of darth vader <laughs> i knew you were going to say that <laughs> but if you look at the hammer but if you look at the hammer it, it's not like glowing like uh yeah. yellow lines through it looking mm. as cool and that the hammers back together and that's it it could just be for that image but um i think for me i i love oliver coipel i love his work so much yes. i can't wait to see what he does him back on it and then of course walter simonson i i think you're bringing him back legendary storyteller and artist from the 80s to see see what they do and and yeah i'm sure it'll be like a nine dollar and 99 cent book that's pretty thick that's almost yeah. like a mini graphic and then e maybe each person will have a five to six page story to tell and and then the the last one will be um kate's at the end will be the final story that will lead mm -hmm. to the next issue which will yeah. be um, a crossover with what he's doing with hulk so um i'm wondering yes. how that all kind of fits together and that they kind of get to close the chapter on and this one and then move on to this kind of big crossover with with hulk which will be fun uh, you know i i agree um and and i think that because we know banner of war is coming after 750 i think we kind of know where the main story is headed but i'm excited to see um a few names that jumped out to me was al ewing coming back into the world of thor al ewing so famously wrote loki agent of asgard and he just, you know, he, he just finished up a multi-year run on Immortal Hulk. Al Ewing is writing Venom now. Like he's just doing so many different things. Al Ewing is such a great, great storyteller. I really hope Al is going to do a Loki story. I really want him to do a Loki story. Um, if they're, like Will said, if they're yeah. going to go be able to do their own thing. And then maybe Donnie and Nick get the big, you know, kind of continuing story. Uh, and and I know another guy I'm excited is like, I know we get Jason Aaron writing Thor in Avengers, but I just really love when Jason Aaron comes back into the world of Thor specifically, and he's able to focus on him as a character. So, I mean, Jason Aaron is always welcome back in the world of Thor. So uh, yeah. the, that's yeah. just kind of a little bit of a preview for our next big you know 750 I'm, I'm sure the three of us will be on here talking at length about that you know graphic novel length issue it uh, i hope they do what they did with the avengers special and it gets its own glued spine and you know yeah. it's they charge way too much for it and you know we we pay it because we love it um so okay. that that yeah. <laughs> That kind of closes the the pages that closes the book on Thor's story. Let's jump back into our Avengers story. This, this issue of Avengers, we actually get to talk about Thor. Oh my gosh, how how spectacular! Yeah. Uh, and yeah, yeah, yeah. Will, uh, 
you're kind of our Avengers guy. Uh, so like this Death Hunters storyline, where have we been in the last few months leading up to the, you know, the finale of, well, finale, finale feels a little grand for what this was. Um, but the right. kind of the, the end of the chapter, we'll say, on this uh, latest Avengers storyline. Yeah, so um, Legacy Issue 754, Issue um, 54 of the Avengers, and it's the final um, chapter in this, um, the Death Hunters story arc. So this is part four. So it's a relatively short story arc, four issues. Some Most of the time they're, they're six, um, but that's kind of the standard, but this one's four, four issues. And so this is the conclusion of the Death Hunters story arc and, and what had happened was the the avengers have been kind of split up and the teams going a different direction and the master the multiverse masters of evil uh the most doom of all dooms uh <laughs> invaded earth 616 to hunt down death blocks who are trying to warn the avengers that this is coming and that uh there's these allusions to avenger prime and the doom of all dooms is coming to kill them so it, it you get the picture that this these this team of multiverse masters of evil aren't necessarily there to kill the Avengers as much as they are to kill the Deathlocks. Yes. And once they kill the Deathlocks, then they can disappear and get ready for another day. And I think that was for me was a little bit of like the anticlimactic uh, issue. They wrapped up this, and I guess okay, it's the Deathlock. It's the it's the Death Hunters. They're hunting down Deathlocks, and once they complete that. And that happens, but uh, yeah. they leave, they take off to another day. They plant some seeds or some ideas there as they come in. But even on the cover of Avengers 54 up in the top left corner, it says Judgment Day is coming. So it's building to another big event, another big story arc that's coming around the corner. So in this one, yeah. uh, you get, they had been split up with these different battles with different parts or people of the Avenger teammates. So the Avengers with this one, uh, you, you pick up where, um, our version of Thor 616 is fighting against evil Thor that has a glowing hammer that may yeah. that has coming out of it that made me think of the last issue we talked about. I was like, is, yeah. is he trapped in this evil hammer? What's going on here? So that that was there's a little bit of continuity there because it made me think about, but this the evil Thor is possessed by a dark phoenix, and then Thor is still having mommy issues trying to figure <laughs> out what's going on with the phoenix force of Earth 616. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're arguing back and forth and can't get along. And um, so it's a little all over the place when it comes to that. But there's some good moments. If you want evil Thor fighting um, our Thor, you get it in this book. And then they're still arguing on the side of what's going on. Um, I, I, Chris Faz, you, you said you had some questions about this or had some thoughts about this. Yeah. You read. Pretty action-packed. Um, and they resolve it pretty quick. Um, but... Yeah, what were your thoughts on this issue? <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I too think it's very action packed. I'm just like you. I'm, I'm wondering. Like, I keep thinking that this is the, this is the run right now. Like, this set of four or five comics is where Jason Aaron is taking all the seeds and finishing it up, right? And each time he, right when it's about to end, they kind of like pause and they go, "All right, see you, see you in a couple months, bye guys." It's gonna be the next thing now, right? So, uh, so for for me, like I was ready for a giant battle. All the Avengers, all the multiverse masters of evil, Mephisto's thing was gonna come in, and yes. then they paused and they went. But my biggest question is, is is this Thor the same Thor as we have? Because yeah. this Thor mm. is the the son of the Phoenix. He in this issue uses some magic phoenix powers and uses fire. 
And in our, our other Donny Cates Thor issues, we've got him using the Odin Force, and we've got him using lightning, and we've got him using all these other powers, the power cosmic at one point. So I'm I'm wondering, like, are they the same guy? Does he have all three things fighting inside of him? He used the like Gaia, the Mother Earth, to help him at one point in yes. the Donny Cates run. So I'm just I'm now confused as to if the continuity is the same, if they're slightly off on the side, or what's going on there. Well, they never really share whether the this Avenger stories happen before or after. So they're you know they're going along. So even like in all the comics, like you have a, a regular standard Black Panther issue, but then you have the Avengers that the one that the the standalone black panther did it is he still with the avengers is he still teaming up when did this happen so i think i think we're left to believe that yeah this could have happened this could be happening way after this thor arc or maybe before um he's just wrestling with kind of his own so there's a little bit of continuity there but not but you're right it's, it's a different kind of thor and he at least has the same costume on as like um kate's run so we know it it's not before yeah. kate but but it, yeah, what where he is with his hammer and all that stuff, he's just wrestling with the Phoenix and like his place, who's his real mom kind of thing um, with this issue and where that happened before or after, I'm not sure. So I, I don't know if this is a conclusive answer to the question, but like just how I read it going forward is like this Thor feels different. Like he's still angsty and he's still got issues. He's still got parental issues and, you know, your standard Thor fair. Uh, but like he's dealing with an entire other side of his like consternation i i guess like the, his identity he's still exactly wrestling. like so like this is all about his mommy issues and his solo book is all about his daddy issues it's like you know <laughs> the man's got a lot going on exactly and and we we were you know we we now have the uh the uh the worthy the worthiest group text in the world um you know and when we were talking about it earlier I'm like thor is so powered in these recent years like faz mentioned you know oh he has the odin force in one issue and he had you know he possesses the phoenix force in the other and these issues were two weeks apart yeah so like and, and, and even at the beginning of Donny Cates' run, he possesses the power cosmic. Like, Thor may be the most overpowered Avenger <laughs> of all time. And yet it's it's like, it's like, hmm, how could he not beat all of these multiverse masters of evil at the same time? Like, yeah. uh, unless you have the doomest of doom and the darkest phoenix of the darkest phoenix and the evilest of evil Thor from the evilest multiverse universe you've ever had then the, then they can they can go up against yeah them. yeah if we just keep adding adjectives and hyperbole to everything you know yeah. then he surely can't win and like but let's you know hey let's spin that off into a four-part story that even, we won't find even the dark phoenix is kind of like oh i've seen you've said that before i've heard you say that hundreds of times <laughs> that was the line it was just like of course of course <laughs> Thor, it's 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 like comic book writing 101 the hero has to say i won't lose and you know the the multiverse guy has to say oh that's what they all say and then it's like page later oh uh, thor thor was right and he beat him and um where do we go from here like uh, and it kind of feels like they reference so correlating it to something else that jason aaron's doing right now they referenced ghost rider at the end and they're like oh ghost rider's off doing his own thing like and I had to stop for a second and I'd be like, oh, right. Avengers forever is still happening. That's right. 
And, you know, and that ha- ties in a little bit. That's Jason Aaron, too. So that ties into, like, who is this mystery of Adventure Prime? They've been talking about that over in that big book, too, about who's the mystery of Adventure Prime. The thing here with this book, yeah, you get some good Thor moments, and they get some resolution with some of the characters and Submariner and that that kind of thing. But then then what this they th- the the master the multiverse masters of evil thought they killed all the deathlocks but they didn't there's one still survived barely hanging on <laughs> able to download his you know software hardware whatever into avengers mountain to the celestial so now <laughs> you have the celestial who we thought was created but now, or de- destroyed is no. recreated with the deathlocks like downloading um the hardware software down on that so that's kind of a cool little thing that they moved to propel the ford the yeah why is, not we're still building towards judgment day what that means and the doomus of doom i don't know but you know it i i guess i should have known that it wasn't going to be all resolved um but it, it it's been fun and they keep building they aged up star brand and moved along and added some some people and uh yeah you know, we'll see what happens next in an avenger book this feels like it's the most you know thor centric avengers book because thor is really the only one that fights yeah like i figured we were going to get to see Starbrand fight i figured you know iron man and cap and all of them were going to come back and you like you said fight the multiverse masters of evil and thor is really the only one that gets a big fight scene at the end i mean it's it's a cool fight scene but it's rather quick he dispatches this uh dark version of of himself with the phoenix force because echo tells him like you know you know what you really are and he's like oh fine you know just and then he he, uh he goes you know uh you know like we've said in previous episodes he goes super saiyan and then he just beats him and then the the last few pages like oh well that was weird like hey should we fight the serpent society next i guess we will like you know (laughs) on to the next crew yeah and i do think jason air is pulling from like even pulled the orb from like um his run on original sin too right yes so he's definitely pulling something from years ago a story arc that he wrote you know with the watcher's eye and who has the real sight and mephisto and it goes back to the beginning of his prehistoric avengers and so he's tying it all together i guess my 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 nitpick my my critical thinking is kind of like all right you're building so much let's resolve some other things before we move on to the next there's a lot of cool ideas we just kind of rush from one cool idea to the next that i'm a little like okay where are we now what's going on what's the big event next so unless if the final issue is going to be some just gigantic fight with every possible villain they could possibly have going through a whole bunch of different uh themes and plans i i don't know how it'll all connect because you're right like none of the big arcs have had huge satisfying conclusions they've all yeah partially yep. concluded and we'll see them down the road somewhere right and i i think that's something where um like i mean all three of us on this call right now like we are jason aaron fans we want him to write good stories we love his stories but like conclusion give us a conclusion and then like you know and then let's move let's let's move forward in in a way that like makes sense like okay we dealt with that threat now moving on like the the uh i'm looking at the preview page for the next you know for the next issue it's like the serpent society like are we are we doing this are we doing this again and like nighthawk from the squadron supreme i'm like well i'm not gonna lie that doesn't get me as excited like um but it feels like 
the Avenger issues are kind of like a tease, you know, but it's a tease that never pays off. It's like a, it's like if you went to a steak restaurant and it's like the room, the whole room is full, full with, uh, filled with sizzle and then they hand you like an itty bitty steak. It's like, yeah, it's still steak, but you promised a lot of steak with the sizzle. Uh, that's kind of, I want a, I want a ribeye, man. I want, a yeah, I want half and, of a dead animal on my table. <laughs> maybe ryan you're right maybe it really is like if you like these stories go to their solo books and see what they're doing like like the ghost rider ones that are going and and like uh the prehistoric avengers and all that stuff maybe it is just a uh get you hyped for these characters and then go out but that's not what we want them to be you know these stories are great ideas yeah yeah and it seems like if if you give them if this story arc is two more books long it's going to be one of the best ones the Avengers have done, but instead yes. it's stopping now and moving on. Right. Yeah. Yeah. If, if yes, you know what? I think that's a good way of saying it. It felt premature. Like maybe this, you know, r- rarely do story arcs not go long enough. And I feel like this is one where like, Hey, if you pace it out for a few more and we get some resolution, we see the master, all the masters of evil fight all of the uh, 616 Avengers. Like then you, you have this, big clash and it's like you know that feels more conclusive but you know uh we we have uh we need to talk about the last issue the last issue we're going to talk about today and faz is going to tell us what that last issue is because he and I are completely stoked out of our minds about it. And we really don't even know why, because it's just so gosh darn cute. But like, Faz, lay, lay it on us, man. All right, guys. This is probably the most important comic book that's ever been made. <laughs> it's called Alligator Loki number one. And yeah. what it is, is Thor and Loki, it's there's, it's really small, it's short, it's it's quick, it's fun. There's no uh, There's no actual dialogue. Thor and Loki are fighting. Loki runs through a portal and alligator Loki flies out and lands on Thor's chest. Are they going to fight? Are they going to be a big battle? He is so happy that he just, uh, Thor takes him to a theme park. They have a great time bonding. It's amazing. I love it. Literally the infinity comic is called family bonding. And like they just, they ride rainbow bridge roller coasters and uh little alligator loki gets a toy hammer like it's just it's the most adorable book if you have marvel unlimited you can uh, get access to the infinity comics the infinity comics are done really really well so it's just a it's a scrolling comic so that is a great thing to go read it's just a fun little short maybe minute you it may take a minute to scroll through it but Faz and I were really excited about that. And we wanted to let you guys know that if you have Marvel Unlimited, you should definitely go check that out. There is a lot of different Loki alligators, the the kind of the, the hit of the Loki series on Disney Plus. So right? you know if if you know you can you can imagine that being kind of the one of the stars that comes out of the Loki TV it's the series. Perfect cash moment. Someone in the house of ideas sitting around the table like, I, I got a, I got an alligator Loki story if you want it. And they're like, okay, cool. Go for it. Right. And they, up. they gave it to uh, one of my favorite writers right now. It's funny. It, it has a writer, which I know they pacing and scripting for how the story looks, but there's actually no dialogue. There's no narration. There's no words in the whole comic, but the uh, we'll say the storyteller of this issue was Alyssa Wong who is kind of a, a, uh, a 
up and coming, you know, talent who's taking books by storm. Uh, one of the books that I've been reading recently is the new Iron Fist uh, limited series. I believe it's a limited series um, with the new Iron Fist. She's writing that book and it is great. Um, a lot of fun. And uh, she she takes her takes her turn at Alligator Loki. So yeah, a great, great little book to kind of give us a fun vibe from the world of Thor. Um, we've had a lot of heavy issues, a lot of heavy issues of both Avengers and Thor lately. So we thought we'd throw Alligator Loki in there at the end just to give you a fun little read. But we have got some great new comics coming up in the next few months. We've got Banner of War coming up. Before then, Thor 750 the hopefully the gang will all be back together to do a big spectacular with that uh, you know that mega super god-sized planet altering super mega awesome 60th anniversary issue uh we have a lot to look forward to i hope that you have enjoyed today's episode i want to thank my co-pilots my we are, we are kind of like a warriors three here i want to thank yeah. Will, I want to thank Faz for joining us on New Comics Day. Be sure to go check them out on their uh, social medias. Guys, you want to promote yourselves shamelessly to our audience here. Uh, Faz, why don't we start with you, man? Uh, sure. Uh, Faz Guardian on Instagram. It's uh, con season starting. I'm going to go to Toronto Comic Con this weekend. So hopefully I'll see some of you guys there. And uh, I'll be getting to take the Dark World suit out in public. So it'll be yes. nice. Yes. Yes. So excited for that, man. Yeah. And I, I'm on Facebook. I'm on uh, Twitter. I'm on Instagram, uh, just under Will Rose and uh, uh, also a part of the team at Systematic Ecology. So if you want to go down some, some deeper roads when it comes to comics and, and the geek genre and uh, geek culture, pop culture and philosophy and theology, we talk about what we geek out on and then also uh, dive into some of the questions as it relate to faith and philosophy and the questions we all wrestle with. So what, what you guys got good stuff coming up. I'm sure there's, we're getting into new Marvel TV shows. Moon Knight is coming out soon. We just had a great Batman movie. Yeah. I'm sure you guys are just absolutely killing it over there uh man faz is about to hit up some cons we got a lot of stuff going on here guys uh and we will definitely be back together to talk about thor new comics and what is we're, we are in for a wild summer when it comes to thor comics so the guys will be back and we will definitely uh fill you guys in on what you should be reading in the world of thor but until we see you again Dear listeners aboard the Rainbow Bridge, we remind you to stay worthy.